All right, peace, everybody. I uh, want to thank everybody for joining us here today. Um, I just want to ask one question, or not ask a question, but I just want to ask everybody that's here, please do one thing for me. Make sure that you hit that like button and also share this video. Um, it's very important that everybody that enjoys the content here that you like and share the videos, help increase the algorithm, but also to help share it because it seems like for some reason, YouTube and Google don't want to promote what we're doing here. It's like they don't want this information to get out. And I'm not just saying that. Literally, we have over 30,000 subscribers here on YouTube, over 46,000 on Facebook. There's no reason our videos um, shouldn't be coming up a little higher and people getting notifications. There's people who click the, um, to get receive notifications that they're not getting them for the video. So please, everyone that's here, like and share these videos, especially this one. Um, today, well, um, before I get started, I want to rise and give the highest praise to the Creator, the Most High. Uh, we refer to Him as Allah. Also give honors to our Divine Prophet, Noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our Divine Creed and Nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. And I give honors to everything Moorish, and I also want to give honors to all the light bringers out there, regardless of differences like skin color, ethnicity, all that. I'll tell all the light bringers out there, honors. Um, this is Moors in America. For those who've never been here before, you're listening to the True and Living Light Bringer. Moors in America is all. I'm your brother Lloyd Douglas L, also known as Sharif Ali. Here, we are bringing glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. This paradigm actually affects us all, not even just in America, all over the world. Why? Because there's a huge portion of our history that has been covered up, it's been hidden, and it affects everyone because everyone has to go along with the lie. So, what we're going to do here is we're going to uncover it. Matter of fact, that's what we're going to do on this show today. That's what we do on this podcast known as Moors in America. And today I have a special guest. He's the author of several books. Today we're going to be speaking about one of his books. His name is James W. Lee. The links for his website, his YouTube channel, and to get the books are in the description of this video. Now he wrote a book called uh, The One World, um, One America, Tartarians and Moors. Uh, the greatest civilization ever to be erased from history. This is going to be a great discussion. I'm sure everybody will enjoy this. So I just ask that you like and share this video. That's it. And we will be getting started soon. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You know how we do if you've been here before. Take the time to like and share this video. My words become things, all hell the king, now I got him walking on water Covered in the blood of the Christ, a rubber glove and a knife Prophet Muhammad came to restore the order Spectators sit back and watch, slave ships pull off the dock Demigods round up the flock, time running short Got a race against the hands of the clock 2020 something, pull it off the lot Posted on any block, do say a henny shot Pour a libation for the fallen, it's been a lot of death Theft, right over left, heart of a line Line right under my chest, that's a godlike God Prolific, godlike, God money longer than sloth and ass The flock type, meditation, slap boxing with Satan Cracking the New air time. It's so divine. I put my life on the line. Allow made me so I'm built for the grind. New air time. The truth defined the seven chakra in line. I feel we finally coming out of a bind. New air time. A mastermind taking.
take you up on the climb. You know the signs, see the symbols and signs. New ad time. It's all sublime, put it all in my rhymes. And if you're seeking, then I know you're gonna find. New ad time. It's so divine, I put my life on the line. A lot made me so I'm built for the grind. New ad time. The truth to find the seven chakra in line. I feel we finally coming out of a bind. New ad Peace to the gods. Wings spread wide, coming through angelic. Uh -huh. Frankincense and myrrh be the essence, you can smell it. Rocking different colored stones, niggas think I'm psychedelic. Asiatics can never be gods, let them tell it. Cosmetically groomed, suede blazer with speed shoes. Smooth, don't have to prove that I pay dues. My track record speaks for itself. You hear the language, the dignity you see me with now. Came in the game with, I hang with Imperial, you know who's wine, Kenobi's. Light bodies, etherically mobile, spiritual OGs, riding around. Yeah. Hey, five on the right, two on the left, man. You know what time it is. Yo. We just moors in America, soar through the shores and endure criminal acts of war on our character. Seven years after the fourth score, no reward. Shout out to the most courageous, they was jumping over barriers. Where does that compare to you? We come from a place where you scared to visit our area. We come from a place where it's scary for good Samaritans. Heavy luggage we carrying, babies having babies. It's crazy being American. Praise the one and only Allah. There's no comparison. La ilaha. Allah, body and very gin, laughing at you clowns like ha ha, dodging a Nephilim, conquer lower self with a high, follow your regimen, way before they came we were gods and now we specimen, tried to take the light from our eyes, thank God for Edison, then they put the wool on our eyes, it's so embarrassing, now we travel frequently, we should invest in Sheraton, all of us got gold on our bodies whenever we stepping in, screaming Ramadan, Mubarak, training the flesh again, wishing we could move as a unit, just like the Mexicans, dodging all the foods with estrogen, synthetic medicines, all sin is devilish. Sometimes the decisions that you make come for a better gift. Sometimes when you sin is to relate to all your brethren. Heavenly gates all in our face, we the champions. We live in the sky, we see the angels on the chariots. Waiting on the $20 bill, face a Harriet. I bet you I'ma carry it. I'm in love with music to the point I wanna marry it. But my love for people is greater, so I write messages. Largest spending power, but we still sit at a deficit Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence Moors in America, flourishing, excellent Let's buy up some neighborhoods and groom our own president Yeah And I come to you today With all intentions of spreading Love Truth
All right. Peace. Peace. I want to say um, peace to everybody here. I want to thank everybody here that's showing love in the chat. Appreciate you all. Um, while you're here, though, make sure you hit that like and share button. Let me see if I could cut this mic on. Okay, did not mean to do that. So, um, okay, here we go. Yeah, we're live. Um, today we're going to be speaking with author James W. Lee. I'm going to go ahead and bring him in. He's actually written several books. I think this will be a great discussion. As I said earlier, uh, gratitude. I just uh, saw the compliment on the music. Um, if you uh, like the music that you saw, make sure you go to the links. They will be in the chat later. So when you come back to watch this, they'll be in there. And um, if you want to learn anything more about this author and his works, you can also go to the chat to visit his links. And we'll go ahead and bring this man on right now. There you go. Okay, we can see you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. Um, is my image frozen? Yeah, it looks like you're frozen. We can hear you just fine, though. All right, let me try and reset this if I can. Stop image. And let's try and bring it back on. I'm out the country, so it's not surprising with my connections. Um, yeah. But hopefully I'll be able to share with you. Uh, hey, thanks for having me on. This is such a huge topic, and I only um, fell into this uh, over the uh, uh, past few years as I got into Tartarianism. Um, and the Tartars and were mostly whites, but then I kept coming up with the word Moors uh, in my work. And um, going through that, it just um, really started me on a process. And then once I started to learn about the, the question, the question I always was asking myself of the past few years is what was one America before it was divided up into North, Central and South America? And I could never find the answer to that. And my previous background, so you know, I was 22 years as a Wall Street analyst. I owned my own investment banking company, you know, and I knew how to get into stuff and I knew how to get into details. And so when I started covering, my first book was on um, geoengineering, you know, the sky painting that's going on every day in our skies. And then, and then I got in and I now have 13 books. Um, but the Tartarian book, The One World Civilization, let me see if I can share with you first. All right. And that rap in the beginning was awesome. <laughs> that was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, you know, before you really get started, um, I got this book, uh, your, your oh, book you like a year ago. So um, is the One World, One World, uh, One America, Tartarians and Moors, is that the same as this book? And if no. so, what made you change the title? Right. Well, it wasn't changing the title. It's telling a different story, a, a fuller story. Good, good okay. question. Let me just try the screen because I got it up here if I can share a screen. Can you tell me if you can see my screen at all? Not yet. Share screen. Wow. No, you can't see it? No, it's it's not showing up. Control E, one second here. Sorry for the lay, guys. Uh, 
Yeah, for some reason, my screen's frozen. I had all this stuff laid out. All right, we'll just do it verbal. Um, so I came into this through the Tartarians when I started learning about the designs and the mud floods and the, and, and, and the um, uh, you know, I was always, people were always talking about the Jews and, the, and, and, and what happened and being anti-Semite. And I kept saying, well, what about the 40 million Russians that were, uh, that were, uh, exterminated during the same time when Lenin and Stalin were up there. And turns out Lenin and Stalin were Jesuits who went up there and were sent from actually Brooklyn. Did you know that? And yeah. uh, they were sent up in sealed cars all the way up to Russia. And then that's how they took over and exterminated the Tartarians. And so the Tartarians story got all the way back to my, where I live near San Francisco. And then it gets into like the 1916 World Fair on 640 acres 684 acres along, uh, I wish I could show the images, um, along uh, Chrissy Field uh, in the San Francisco Bay in 1916, nine years just after the earthquake. Oh, and by the way, on 400 acres, which is now uh, Golden Gate Park, they had a fair in 1892. You know, and I'm going, well, San Francisco is pretty much an island except coming from the south. And the boats all had to sail there and the gold rush was going on. And the red, So I wrote a book about California called One California. Um, because that's when Queen Califia ruled California. Okay. And I think I included that in the Tartarian book. And what's Califia? You know, there's, there's another Muslim name. And so I get into the Queen Califia, and when, when, when Columbus landed, he, it took him four journeys when he finally got into Mesoamerica. Um, and Meso, I wish I could bring my screens up because it has all this in here. But Mesoamerica. Um, if you just real quick, if you pause right there, um, if. If you see the present button at the bottom, you should be able to share because it's it's open to you. Okay, I'm doing. I think it's my um, allow. It might work better if you cut your camera off. Oh, I see what I did. Well, let's see if this works. All right, there you are. All right, you can see my screen. Yes. Yay! All right. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you all for showing up today. Um, so this is the book, One World, One America. And this got me into looking at Pangea, which was when everything was connected. Um, and I don't know if anybody's gotten into Flat Earth, but I wrote my second book after geoengineering on Flat Earth. Let's see if I can this here. Um, no. But I, uh, I know I have them. Um, I have them on, if you want to get my free books, uh, it's on my uh, plaintruth.info website. They're free. I'm just all about getting the information out, sharing knowledge, furthering the, um, furthering the conversation about the re what I call her story, because we've had his story bullshit for 6,000 years. And that's basically the Roman Catholic Jesuits, 13 satanic noble families, and the Luciferian yeah. agenda from the fallen angels that have come down here spiritually to take over our minds, our bodies, our spirits, so we can never come back again and fight them. And this is what I think the, the highly intelligent, and here's my books here, nothing is true, everything is a lie. So this is, you can give people stuff if you want to talk about truth. So, um, and then geoengineering is another huge topic, but here, here's the Queen Califia, which got me after I wrote my book on California and learned that was all a lie because they had already had these buildings here. They found 200, 195 pound gold nuggets in California when they got here in 1849, uh, 49 gold rush. But before that was the 1846 to 1848 Battle of Mexico. 
Yeah. It wasn't a battle at all. Two people got killed in, in 1848. There's 400,000 indigenous Mexican California brown skins. And by 1851, there was 14,000. And then President Fillmore hired 150 battalions to come into California and wipe them out. And Queen Khalifa was ruling it. And when Columbus finally landed on his fourth voyage in Mesoamerica, he found Paradisimo Terisima, the land of paradise. And it was beautiful because it had copper all out here in California. For those of you who know, Folsom Lake, Shasta, Shasta, all these, all these lakes where used to be copper mines. And then we have the 3,000-year-old giant redwoods out here. And with, with, they shipped all around the world in the 1870s, 1880s, 1890s to all these world fairs because they'd never seen such riches. And Queen Califia was a giant, and Columbus called her beautiful and an Amazonian queen. And she ruled the lands with griffins in peace and harmony. And you see the flying griffins, and she fled the griffins' white meat. And this is based on a novel by, um, uh, what's his name, Constanato, um, that, that they base it all on as fiction. Yet here I show the map of, of and if you have any questions, just hop in. Um, okay. and, um, and I'm not looking at the chat room, so maybe we can do that later. But um, here's a map of California being an island. Well, wait a minute. California, an island? I didn't know that. Ruled by Queen Califia? I didn't know that. Well, the, the Mark Hopkins Hotel and the lead hotel at the top of San Francisco has a whole floor in the banquet room dedicated to the story of Queen Califia and seven-foot-high beautiful murals. Why would they do that story? And Stanford Library has 800 maps of California being an island. And this is the Red Sea. This is Vermilion Red. And here's Lake Tahoe right there. Wow. And then this, this is California. And I'm in Mendocino right here. And they had Cape Mendocino on maps in 1580. So I go, well, well what happened and how did, how did, how did the white man not get there when on his conquering ways going east to west? It's because they were already here and it was an island and you couldn't get here because if you look at a Google map, you're going to see like 200 miles of coastline, which I cover in the book off the coast that used to be a water before the great flood event. And the great flood event is one of the many, many events that I cover between 1805 and 1818 that caused major upheaval. that's not been disseminated. We've heard of Krakatoa, um, Tambor, you didn't hear of Krakatoa five times bigger that in 19, uh, 1816 caused the winter without a summer in, San, in New York City, where the average temperature was 26 degrees all summer and people starved to death. And then you had the great Madeira earthquakes of 1811, 1812, where the, where the where 6,000 earthquakes rang bells in Philadelphia and the Mississippi River flowed backwards, the La Madeira earthquakes. And then you have the natives talk about the great flood of California. Now, we bring this up because if you look at uh, the maps, they didn't cross the, the, the Salt Lake, the Great Salt Lake, Great Salt Lake until 1849 Gold Rush. Why? Because they couldn't get across it. They had to use a Lewis wow. and Clark Trail and go way around because yeah. California was an island. And then, <laughs> you know, it just made total sense. So, so that's where we get into, and I'll get into a little more with Puta, Utah, and the origins of all the native tribes of the brownskins appears to have come from along with many other places but um that that the whole story of of the native people of what i call the brownskins the copperheads and that kind of thing came from this from from um the after the, after uh, before the great flood event the great earthquakes um that i just spoke about in in madeira and then the great volcano um, that I talk about in 1916 and then Tambora. And then also they had uh, uh, Napoleon's Comet in 1811. 
And there's all these major seismic events. And that started me looking into, hey, what else happened? And if you get into back to flat earth, here's my here's my story on California. So the incredible story of the founding of California, the Brownskins owned all these lands. Oh, they came on a land bridge on horse and buggy from Alaska. Yeah, right. They got all that I cover in the book, all the all the amazing, which I can show you later, the amazing pyramids, bigger, more eloquent, better design that they all exported to Egypt, west to east. So they've hidden the complete knowledge of the native brown skins, completely whitewashed over one generation. Once you get one generation to believe we went to the moon, every generation believes we went to the moon, right? So that led me to Pangea. And Pangea is this maps that I just found just before putting it all together. And it's just like I'm being fed things now because um, spirit guides are guiding me. And um, now that I have credibility with my other books, this this book, I really put myself out on a limb because before I met, you know, Morse studies and Morse temples and, uh, and, and, and Prophet Bay and, 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 you know, Muhammad Ali changing his name. And did you know there's four Morehouse Cup for uh, Martin Luther Kings that went to Morehouse College and that the Mormons were cha- used, used the word Mormons to hide the Moors. <laughs> it all just went like a lightning bolt. And I went, holy shit, we've been had on a scale I can't even comprehend. Are you shaking your head? I can't see you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild. And they're out there in Utah, right there. And um, yeah, they we'll, have we'll Moab, Utah out there. But that's I changed my cover cover about five different times, and then I went with this red and black theme, and 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 using the colors, and I'm I'm all into colors, and green is healing, and red is the warrior, and, and the truth, and so your your plank of love, truth, peace, for freedom, and justice, and the fact that the United Nations declared you people, um, and so the great the, the Grand Tartarians was focused on Russia coming to the West when it was all connected, and that's where all the white people were. And these were wiped off the, the face of the earth. And they're the ones that built all the buildings that we see today all over the world with very similar designs that were erected by horse and buggy in the 15 to 1800s. Yeah, right. But they all had Moorish designs. And I kept going, and that hit me again. Oh, more, more domes, Moorish designs. And I sent you that link today, I'll show you. Um, over here, I got it right here, I think. Maybe not. Um, on the Moorish design, let me see if we can this in here. You have any questions, or is, you want to? Um, not me? not yet. Um, I'm just go ahead and um, explain the, the the books like you're doing, and we'll we'll get into questions later. Okay, cool. All right. All right. So here's what I just want. I just sent you a post on, but this is my Facebook page. If you can see that, and this is another thing I just started getting into more more. <laughs> Use the word <laughs> uh, the rich history of Morris design. Well, hello all around the world, elegant, beautiful, can't figure out how they did it. These are power centers when you see red and white. And that's what I learned from the Tartarians. They were free energy beings. They lived in peace and harmony. They used their minds and their voices through the voice of God to create, to to sing things into creation because they knew the harmonic frequencies and the formation of the design of everything. And they designed eloquence and beauty with with their thoughts, you know, and we're going to learn to do that again. But I just learned about, you know, then they covered it up with the, renaissance period and the whitewashing began here and there so that was just you know something that, that another thing 
that I got going. And then I looked into Morocco. I, I'm just a digger. So I just kept looking at the native Morocco and the Marrakesh Express. It started to make a lot of sense, the song, right? You know, and, and then the whole thing about the Fez, I, I got into the Fez cap and the designs and I found there was beauty, elegance, you know, and all I was sold like all the other <laughs> whitewashing that has been going on is that, you know, Islam and Allah, they're all a bunch of crazy people. They strap bombs to themselves and the 72 Vestal Virgins we're going to get. So let's do it. That's as deep <laughs> as the whole thing went. Yes. And then I covered I covered 9-11 and I have a book in the 21 subjects you're not supposed to talk about. And, you know, the whole thing about the Islam, you know, found the guy's passport and it's Islam. And then the anthrax, you know, was sent by the Islams, you know, bin Laden. Now, is it Joe Biden, bin Laden, Osama Hussein? I can't I get him confused. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's funny because um, the people behind putting that propaganda out, this anti-Islamic propaganda, many of them wear our, our national headdress in secret, like the fez that I'm um, wearing right now. And um, they say "Assalamu alaikum," you know, together when they're, uh, I guess, in in their lodge and you know, at Shriners, and um, they they actually secretly have a respect for Islam. They're they're Muslim sons, so it's it's wild that you know that they would promote this image or promote this, you know, this um, this this propaganda, you know, this anti-Islamic image, and put that out there. But they're the complete opposite. The truth shall set us free, but it'll also piss us off. <laughs> oh yeah. So, yeah. so the way the way I got into this is is um, uh, my mom raised me just skin color never matter. You know that's a joke. Hearts and organs. How does a doctor know how to operate in China on the same guy if he's a different color? You know. So she just put it in my head right away, and then I um, uh, adopted my son at birth, and I used to call him African American. Now he's a brown skin, and. Um, you know, started looking into the whole slave trade stuff. Let me share a screen on that. And um, it just started educating myself about African-Americans, um, the history. And, and, and I always knew there was a story, but I didn't know the depth of the story. Uh, okay. Am I in there? Uh, yes. Okay, here we go. All right. So let me see if I get my book up here. I think I got it in appendix two. Where did you go? Okay. Hey, look, it goes right to it. Um, is that screen okay for you size-wise? Yes. All right. So this is all the white guys get taught, right? And 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 I say that from a from a very loose term because we don't have a name. Well, let's do it this way. We have a name for Chinese Americans. We have a name for South Americans. We have a name for African Americans. We have a name for Chinese Americans, but we have no name for European Americans. Yeah. Right? It's just been whitewashed, the whole language. It's like telling somebody they're going to hello, you know? And there's yeah. a morning when we wake up because we're in a wake in the morning. So this whole whitewash has been going on for a long time. And this brought me to the slave trade, which first started me on debunking it. And I wrote about this several books ago. But just getting into the numbers, you know, here's your Fez cap right there in the Mayans. What, 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 what? Um, and the slave voyages and how many they said were brought were 10 million African slaves. Well, let's do the math. And you do the math, 15 million to 20 million slaves arrived in the Americas between 1540 and 1850 in 310 years. Okay. 
Yeah, let's lay them all out in boats. And this is one of the books I got was how they laid them out in boats because I want to know how bad the white guy, you know, and, and I got into it all about what they did and how they did it and, the slay, and, then, and then they separate the parents. And, and so the next generation would think this story's true, you know, and the parents they put in slaves, you know, and stuff and how they all did it. Well, <laughs> they would have had to have 90 to 100,000 slaves. Um, they, what is it? Slaves, Half a million slaves were transported, but this is, it comes out to 43,750 trips. What? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you the numbers I mean? are way off, man. Way off. Well, and also in the flat earth conversation, Brazil and, 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 and Argentina are right now, or Brazil and the uh, 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 native Africa, the, the umbilical cord of Africa, Mariatania. Um, are connected. We're connected, you know, and so that's where it all fits in too. And this great spin out, I was talking about flat earth, everything being in around Pangea, which uh, I'll show you in a minute, but just the Washita, the Yamasee, the Iroquois, the Cherokee, the Blackfoot, I mean, the Olmecs, I mean, these, these are just headers. There were mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of tribes underneath them living in peace and harmony in their own diversity, uniqueness, and beauty. If but I could just pause them. you right there, um, speaking about, um, the slave trade, the transatlantic slave trade, um, is because this story has been told to us all, right? So it was told to so-called white people, so-called black people. We we hate using colorable terms here as Morse, but um, everybody knows what I'm saying. So this was taught to us all, and even people in other countries. Um, for me, um, living overseas in Brazil for several years, right, um, and having a family, my wife and children, we put our children in the school there and um they they teach that there but also we we live like right on the since you have the map up there we live right on the tip of brazil in a place called Sa salvador da bahia so we lived there for five years and i'm saying this because you actually do have the remnants there of people who were actually bought brought over um through the transatlantic slave trade from different parts of west africa right they actually have the dungeons that are under the streets in the old part of the city where people were put so you do have that element. You even have people who have actual ties, family ties, like they 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 have this oral tradition of actually coming from Africa, okay, different parts of Africa. But even though the majority of people who actually were brought from um, Africa went to Brazil, even there in Brazil, you still have that element of indigenous people who would be classified as black today. Because, um, well, first off, the Portuguese, when they got there, they called the indigenous Brazilians Negros da Terra. And that means Negroes of the land. I know I'm the N-word. We're using it scientifically. So they called the indigenous people Negroes of the land, Negros da Terra. And that was even in one of the school books, my son's um, history book. Like it used the old term. Is they, they switched the term up after doing that for about 100 or 150 years. They switched the term up to Indios. But for 100, 150 years, they were calling the indigenous Brazilians Negroes of the land. And so um, and, and meeting people there, there were people who had oral traditions of always being indigenous to that land, being there before colonization. We actually met a lady there, a dark skinned lady with dreadlocks, was a school teacher in a small town. And she was telling us in Portuguese how her people are indigenous to the land. And, you know, I'm just saying this to say that like that. That's something that we have here in North America. Pretty much everyone who would be classified as black has these. We all have these oral traditions of being what you would call Indians.
So they have that same thing throughout the Caribbean. My wife is of Caribbean descent. She's um, Puerto Rican and Haitian. Um, throughout South America, Central America, Caribbean, North America, it's all the same. And I, I just wanted to share right, that. Let's not, let's not, let's not talk about our differences. I mean, our, our DNA is 99.7% all alike. And all we do is talk about our differences. How shallow are we? You know, yeah. and a skin color matters. The skin color matters. But, you know, I'm ready to give my lands back to the brown skins. And, and let's get another thing. I'm, I'm trying to find this. I mean, you, see, you hit on so many points in my book. I'm, 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 I'm just like, my hair's <laughs> on the back of my neck. Because Brazil was the native that the pyramids they built in Bolivia and Brazil. Let's do Bolivia. I'll find it that way. First of all, and while I'm getting that up, this is this is what I've come to the conclusion of: is in the one world Pangaea, the natives they 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 they, they broke you apart into names like Indians, Negroes, um, colored people. African Americans, Redskins, Mexicans. Why? 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 Why is it called Latin America? Yeah, and they speak yeah. Spanish. Hello. Yeah. Because they changed their culture, took them apart, and then why did they let all the forest grow over the Great Pyramids? They're hiding something. They don't want you to know. Why are there more pyramids in the one America than the rest of the what? You know, and they were a simple yeah. design. They were designed. They were elegant. You know, the first basketball courts were in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And they're thousands of years old. Yeah. And so let me just, maybe we can just go through this and I'll just rough cut it, you know, and, and again, if you want a box of books to share with your friend, I'm just all about sharing and I get authors discounts and stuff. So any of you that want to share this um, going through. So this is, a, this is what another thing got me in the Empire of Washington de Damunda that the United Nations declared you the native people of all the world, the most indigenous, the first ones. What? <laughs> yes. You know, the rabbit hole was deep, and then Washington was renamed over that. I can believe that. Washington's a Freemason. It's on his tombstone before his first president of the United States. Wake up, people. Yes. And then the Islamic America. And when I was over in Turkey and I sailed around the Turkish Mediterranean, and I met a native there who told me about the Crescent Star and the reason the Crescent Star existed and the history behind it. And I never put it together until I started looking into Islamic America and noticed, oh, same symbols. And then when I saw that John Wayne and every other Fred Flintstone had the Shriners caps and they were mocking it over, I go, oh, yeah. And then I covered the Paradise Fires out here, which covers John Milton, Paradise Lost, the reclaiming California, because this is where the first diamonds were found in the United States. Hello, what? And then this is Mount Ararat, only 20 miles away or two hours away. Um, and this is where they burned people. They were killed. It was a murder scene. Um, and I've covered that in my book called Paradise Lost. But here's the point, you know, this this is the great wake up for the great whitewash. Yeah, it's a good title. Um, Americans, Americans, America, you know, uh, all the names, <laughs> you put it together and we're, we're, we're definitions. And that's where the word definition comes from. Right. Yes. That's why they school you like fish. You know, <laughs> and they put you in periods and then they gradually graduate you in degrees until you master your indoctrination and give you an doctorate, and you're smart. The smart means surveillance, military arsenal, and residential technology. I can go on all day. Yeah. So anyway, so back to the name game. They've been doing this for a long time, but the but the but the but the mocking, and then the bearing of, and this this is my home run right here for me. Let's see, let me make this image a little smaller. Can you see that? Okay. Yes. 
yeah, showing up. I, it, this was my home run moment. And I don't know if I'm right or not, but I did the Tartarians and I covered the Griffins and I covered the whole female Griffin. And that's what the, the pyramid is. The Sphinx is a female Griffin. It's, it's the four signs of astrology of love. It's the fixed signs, the eagle, the lion, the um, man and the bull. And so that's what, what the Griffin was all about. And that's the Tartarians. But when I got into the Moors and found out theirs was the lion, oh my gosh. And then I found that the double-headed eagle was replaced with what they used to have, the lion and the moor. And wow. then they had the eagle and, I mean, the, uh, the, uh, the griffin and the Tartarians. And I'll show you the double-headed uh, that used to be living in harmony together they used to have. And they papered that over with the double eagle we see today. Just like they reversed the swastika from eternal life to, to dead life. But the queen in the feminine divine with the lion, there's Queen Califia, babe. And the lion, the Leo, the I am. She's the feminine Leo. She's the I am. She's the creator being. And she's been, she's been whitewashed over time like nobody's business. And that's where we have to bring the feminine divine back. Enough of this God male talk. Father, this father, father, son, and Holy Ghost. But Mary wasn't there. She's a whore. I mean, I'm so sick of <laughs> yeah. stories are just such... But we ha we've hidden the feminine divine, and this is part of why Earth is being taken apart the way they are. It is is the feminine divine has to be respected again in nurture and nature. And look at that. They're going after our children and saying if you're over 12 years old, a child can decide to vaccinate themselves. What kind of crazy world are we living in today? Yeah. But at the same time, we're getting the light because nature balances and the creator being balances us to know. And so this is a great learning thing for me to was learn that Queen Califia it was also a more, you know? And so we're still, you know, and the Copperhead, they used to have the Copperhead party. There was actually a democratic party and the Moors were the Berber Moors. Where were the Berber Moors? They come from Africa. Hello. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Wichita and all that kind of that. And then the Mexican flag has the Eagle on it. And then Mexico is the Islam is the Midwest is Mesopotamia. And this is where I get into the map of Africa and Mauritania right at the tip. And you were, you're going to connect in Brazil right at that point. Yep. No, you're not. If, if I could get you uh, to um, pause right there. Um, I, I want to share something real quick with you. Um, hang on. Okay. Nice meeting go. you, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's nice meeting you, too. Now, um, I want to share this. This is from... Peter Tompkins' book, uh, 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 The Mysteries of the Mexican Pyramids. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to zoom in on this. But I'm um, speaking about the Crusades. Okay, now the Crusades, people will associate that with Spain, right? Um, kicking out the Moors. But the Crusades was extended to the Americas. Now, this specific book is speaking about Mexican history. And this is speaking about the Spaniards. Um, basically carrying out the crusades here in mexico there's one part in particular i want to uh speak about now this is an image but um there, there's a description of this image here uh let me see okay here we go um down here is just speaking about what's taking place in this image you see where they're putting people's heads on the stakes it says as a possible deterrent to no as a deterrent to possible opposition in new spain 34 Negroes, including four women, were hanged and decapitated in Mexico City. All right. And so this is this is seen as a possible deterrent to the 
crusades. I just wanted to share that because you had that Moorish presence here in Mexico. It was known. It was known about at least in that time, even though this stuff is covered up now. So just sharing that with what you're saying, it's, it's not, you know, for anyone that's new to this, it's this is actual history that's being covered up. It's not being talked about. That's in Peter. Yeah, Tom. Let, let, let's dovetail, dovetail right in. I'm going to take your screen for a sec here, too. All right. Um, and, you know, it, it's just so cool to hear someone else confirming my research because I've I got my nutsack out there with this one. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, anyway, so but who cares? And so I'm sharing now and I wanted to show you. Got that? Yes. You know what that is? Uh, no. That's a Tao, yeah. That's where the four Moors are. That's where the slaves oh, wow. are. That's where the bondage comes. So yeah, you say Mexico. Here it is also in Italy. Four Moors wow. in bondage. And here's the flag, right? Yeah. This flag is what, what country? Morocco. Wow. And then here you got the slaves in another town. And then this is here. They got them in their flags, which they marched around. We conquered you. We conquered you. We're putting you in chains. We got you. Sardina, yeah. Italy, center of Rome. You know, and then they have many fountains dedicated to what you were just speaking to. And I did not know it was in, in the West as well. Yeah. So how cool is that? Yeah. So, anyway, so, it, so this. This is how I get into all this in my book. You know, you know, Moors, the Spaniards gave the Moors two options, return to West Africa or stay in Spain. This is 1492. A lot going on in 1492, I'll tell you. Yes. Kicking out the Moors, we're discovering America, the Earth's not flat, you know. And uh, I hope you don't mind my sarcasm. But it's just the story is so bullshit. And then the Jesuits telling the story is another key, which I cover through the whole education system. And so you're talking about the, ex the changing of the history and the expelling of the Moors from Spain. You know, this is something I never knew or never understood. And it totally makes sense that that was just a total elimination. And they celebrated it in fountains across the world. Right? Wow. Yeah. So let me get back to um, Pangea. It's cool you bring this stuff up because I can tie it in and we share and we learn. And that's why this is a great thing to do as well. So Pangea... One world was something that happened 225 million years ago, except, let me do this first. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. So I want to just show this first because this is huge. Just like nuclear fallout, you know, we got Nagasaki, Hiroshima. Um, but nobody's ever gotten radiated, lands don't get radiated, and now, now they say, uh, Fukushima with oceans, we're going to be toxified, you know, and all that. Yeah. So that's, it, it, it's all used for geoengineering, which I get into in my books. And again, I mean, we've had free energy for a hundred years, folks. They just don't give it to us. When I was out on Wall Street, I saw stuff that you would not believe they can get away with. But it was in Wall Street, the philosophy, the, the, the mantra is, that, you know, ask, ask forgiveness, never permission. And they wow. live by that. And it's shareholder yeah. value enhancing shareholder value. And Washington, D.C. is a corporation. Don't fool yourself. And their whole sole mission, they have a president, CEO, and their mission is to enhance shareholder value. That's it. Charter. 
That's why we're under legalese, Roman Latin law, and not one person knows what the word Latin even means, the derivative of it. So here's carbon dating accuracy called into question after major flaw. What? This is what everything's based on. You know, and they do the yeah. cancer plants, it's around the world and yada, yada. So this totally takes it into account of carbon dating being BS. All right, so all of history is BS. Let's start over. Okay, that's that's where I go. And if I start with it, what's called a tabula rosa, clear the plate, what do, what, where do I find? Well, I know the earth is flat from all the evidence and every all ancient Vedics to every ancient creation were all geocentric. The heavens were put up there. The spirit God was put up there. The etheric, the, the esoteric, all these different planes and elements were put there for humans, evolution, because we're the densest material in all of God's co-creation. Whoa, right? So we're yeah. just a... But as stupid, dumb as dumb, and densest and densest, and we feel, you know, physically what the spirit gods have never felt before. And we have to take the duality that everything goes with it. And this next 6,000 years is is uh, going to be about Araman. And Araman means uh, physical. Uh, Lucifer is mental. So now we're going to go into this physical realm. All right, so this that's all a bunch of anthroposophic language. Um, but how the earth broke apart, this is my theory. Think of a record player. So the center earth, the earth core, the magnetic core of what it is, magnetic divine, the female divine, magnetism, law of attraction is the center on a flat earth. And at that center started spinning back in those 1800s I was talking about. So then this, this is their story is that Pangea was one. Oh, I got a cool map here to show you. Um, there it is. All right, can you see that? Yes. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, and, and like like you were saying, where where do they get these years from? Like five hundred million years ago, you know. But what if this was only two hundred years ago? Yeah. What the fuck if? Excuse my French. All right, so this is Pangea. This is their story, and this is a map going, holy cow, does it fit? Can it work? So I started doing my investigations and my work. Um, and again, here's another fun book, Christian Slaves, Muslim Masters. Um, so Pangea being 225 million years ago, their story, carbon dating is out the window, could be any time. Let's, let's figure it out for ourselves. All right, so Pangea was here, and then we see it progress, digress, and look at it blow apart, Okay. Now, you're not seeing a great floods of waters going over everything's yet. You're seeing things break apart, right? Yeah. In my in my view, you know, again, I'm just theorizing here. So you have these, forget the dates, but now look at the chunks as they go apart. You see north of one America. Here's one America. Now you got north and you got south and you got nothing in the middle. And there's Africa clearly defined. And then there's Eurasia. And there you got the brown skins over here and you got the Tartarian white guys over here, giants and stuff. And they put up the great wall to keep each other from each other and know where the boundaries were. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I yeah. Know, right? yeah. Well, how do they build the great wall? Why? Anything's possible. So then it starts breaking apart. Now watch this. So here you see the tips of Florida and the, the Baja California starting to form, right? Yeah. And then above you see in, you know, um, up here in Costa Rica and then you see um, Brazil starting to form here. But, Look at where you are, Brazil. You're in the cradle of civilization at the very break of the, of the umbilical cord. And that's yeah. over here in Bolivia where the pyramids are called the umbilical cord of the universe. Wow. 
And then here you see Greenland, Africa, New Zealand all breaking apart over here. And then this is your, your Russia and China starting to go. And here you see it breaking apart to here. So at this map, Africa has been on its own for a long time. And here you got uh, India or the Mediterranean, the Great Sea. This is where the great floods happened here. And then also the great floods happened here. So watch this right here. So note, note that Central America is not there yet, Mesopotamia. But notice the ice bridge still connected. They refer to to connect it up here, right? Yeah. All right, so that's 65 million years ago in the Cretaceous period. And then bada bing, bada boom, as my coach used to say. Let's see if it's bigger. All right, so look at now they're saying that happened 65 million years ago to today. All yeah. of a sudden, you've got uh, Antarctica, now the Arctic Circle, all around everything. It's a big ice wall that was built up because the, the plasma fields between the cold and, and hot created the ice walls to hold the water in for the next creation. And so when this all broke apart, it was one world before it was broken apart. But Africa and South America were combined at the umbilical cord of the world. And now you see Asia, Australia, and everything broken apart to here. So that's, that's where they say we are now. And it makes total sense. <clears throat> and then the land bridge. And um, then you have the Freemason, uh, Admiral Byrd, who was the first one to went to the North Pole and the first one to went to the South Pole. Yeah. So, I get into this double-headed, you know, remember the double-headed eagle that, that, that replaced the griffin and the lion? Yeah. And that Russia had treaties. Here's another one in my book in California. The Russians were here big time. And that's why we have the Russian River out here, and we have all these names uh, in Russia um, and in Moscow, Idaho, because they were already partners with the white guys, and they called it Russia. See? In 1812, you got the Russian colony. How'd they get here? How'd they know? How'd they communicate? No telegraph, no telephone. How did they talk to one another? How did they corporations? Who made yeah. the treaties? How do we know? Yeah. So again, we're all the same. They all had these designs. And this is what I get into in my Tartarian book. How do you build these elaborate buildings? 1887, 1915, 1822, 1817. I mean, give me a break. And they all have similar designs. Different, elegant, beautiful, gematria, incredible features, can't replicate today. And they say horse and buggy built it. Come on, people, please. So this is Turkey, India, all around the world, similar but creative designs. And this is back to my premise that they were able to create with their minds what they wanted in elegant beauty because they lived in beauty and harmony. But notice the more domes. Everywhere I looked, at, oh, more stones, more stones, more stones. And then these are energy centers. These are magnets that are harvesting the Earth's water. They were built with elegant design. Um, and the Moors, you know, Arches, another coincidence, or or more of more designs, and we're and they've totally buried over the beauty, elegance, grace, sophistication, magnificence, of, of and these people. I mean, it must have been elegant living in those times, in in health and harmony, um, and again, all of them being the same. So, the domes were, were all more agreed to be Morse designs, and that's another thing that's never been taught, never been known. Look at New York City in 1880. So what? Madison Square Garden, say what? And look at yeah. the home. And then think of the people that were living in these places in elegance and beauty. And you see them in top hats and dressed to the nines. They don't show the brown skins. They only show the white guys, right? Yes. They put the brown skins on the tri tribal range. And in my book in California, I cover why they call them savage Indians. 
and they call them savage Indians because John Savage in Yosemite, Yosemite in California, when they took it over, he killed more Indians than natives, brown skins, than anybody else. And that's they labeled the, 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 the that's why they labeled the Indian savages and all the uh, spaghetti westerns that came out to sell the whole western theme. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's but the pole star, the center of the being, and this is where we're. This is cool. This is this. You'll love this. <clears throat> Am I doing okay so far? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I have one question <laughs> for you. It, Go for it. it. Yeah, it, it. No, I, I, I lost my train of thought. But it's it's okay. You, you're doing good. All right, because this is. The, you understand what I'm saying, and to 99.9% .9 of my friends, family, and loved ones, they have no clue what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm just trying to add and confirm, and this is just awesome that I'm getting it. So let me – all right, so this this is another thing I found in uh, one one uh, old world, that book, The Old World. That guy actually took me down on Amazon. Um, but here's the, here's, here's the one world Wisconsin sons of Wakanda state capital in Madison, Wisconsin, Greco-Roman architecture that was built by the Cherokee cherry tree before the great comet of 1811, I just told you about, destroyed the old world order that was ruled by the Black Amores. And now, wow. yeah. that was one free energy building too before they removed the golden copper plated domes. <clears throat> the state capital is physical representation of Mount Meru, Mary, Mary which wow. is the Arctic North Pole because you can see the four rivers, the four buildings of the Garden of Eden and the Tree of Life, the dome that emanates from the center of the source. Wow. And then here's, I, I, I uh, get deeply into Buddhism, went to Tibet and have some of these tonkas and stuff. And here's Mount Eden, Mount Meru at the center of the four rivers. So it totally makes sense. You can see it spinning out into creation like that like an album on a record player thing. So this is another fun one. It's fun to share. This is the first time I've done this, so it's really fun to share. So thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's, it's my pleasure. So 1657, La Florida. What does Florida mean? La Flowers. Yeah. Land of Mary. So Tamaria is the old name of ancient Egypt. It means the land of Mary, Maritania, or the land of the Moors. Moors. La Florida or Carolina, Lower Ethiopia, Egypt, used to be part of the Washita proper, now known as Louisiana County. This map depicts La Florida, land of flowers, all the way to Texas and up to Canada. Parts of Texas used to be in Mexico. Mexico is also Southern Arabia. Mexico means, quote, in the center of the moon, a.k.a. the feminine divine. In 1790, the South Carolina legislative body granted a special salute the community of Moroccans, as the Sultan of Morocco had recognized, let me read that again. The Sultan of Morocco had recognized the United States wow. in 1787. Who was here first, people? Yep. And then the Garden of Eden in Bristol, Florida. What? Um, and again, Floridians. And that remember, remember the teeth coming out in that map of Pangaea? You could see the part of Florida coming out. And yeah. then where I live in Marin County, we have Mount uh, Diablo bias in the San Francisco Bay Area, the devil. And that's where the Turtle Island comes up. And that's the right nipple of the Turtle Island that created the One America, which I get into, too. 
<clears throat> but I want, I want to stay on the, the moors as much as I can. So this is another big, huge thing. Even Adam, they didn't eat freaking apples. If, if I could get you to pause right there, just um, don't lose your train of thought. Um, you mentioned earlier um, in Wisconsin, the, the Sons of Wakanda. Um, now, there's a Wakanda State Park in, um, mm -hmm. I think, South Dakota. It's either North or South Dakota. And there's there's a, a um, you know an Indian park there, and it's it's called the the Wakanda um, State Park, named after those um, those indigenous people. They had like seven or eight mounds there, basically pyramids. And I think um, they they like the probably the Army Corps engineers um, built a lake there to, you know, like they usually do to to cover up whatever was going on in that area. So they built a lake, and most of the mounds are underwater. They still have some that are there, but it's at this Wakanda State Park. I just wanted to bring that up because that's right here in North America. That You're exactly right, and I want to do another show on that with Atlantis being the center. And I'm going to show you why Atlantis was – Atlanta, Georgia, it was Atlantis. And they had Mount Meru. That was the, so the Great Flood, is a, it's a whole other subject, but can you see my screen here about Wakanda forever? Yes. All right, this, this, this blew my skirt over my head when I first read this. Um, so the movie, my son was all, Con Dad, we went to the first one, and, and be, him being brown-skinned and me, it was like a, you know, him getting knowledge about his culture and stuff since he's in a mostly white area all the time. And um, he just got into the character and all these. He said, oh, it's coming out. And then I started doing my homework about this, and I read, well, Wakanda forever, Latin America embraces their culture. Wakanda is a powerful celebration of Latin America's indigenous and African heritage. It's Washita in Canada. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. So it's exactly what you're talking about and adding Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Yeah. And then the Amexum was when Africa and, and, and Africa is one, and that's where we get the name Amorica. And so that's what it gets into. The Moorish nation, which was known as Societis Republica of El Maracanas, Maritania, which translates into all Moroccan Republic society, the founding of this country. America was called all Moroccan because it was part of the Moroccan empire known as Amexum. It was transliterated into America. Yeah. And you had that, that um, different variations of that, that word being used from North America, throughout Central America and South America, different variations. Some people called it Amerioka, um, Almerica, Al different variations of that, right? That still had that same sound, Al Morocco or Al Morocco, you know, however you want to say it, America. But it wasn't like the story that they told us in, in grade school, right, with this Amerigo Vespucci guy. So oh, the Queen Calipia's California's Queen Calipia is still on the seal of the California State Seal, still thrown in our face. No, wow. so I, yeah. I you know about Manly Hall and the 33 free, degree Freemason and Rosicrucian. Have you heard of any of his work? He's, um, uh, he he he's, yes. he's discussed a lot and got taken out, I think, for it. But another gold moment for me in the book I was trying to stick, tell a story that's never been told was this quote here. And the name America is derived from the god Quetzalcoatl in Mexico. Gucanus in Quiche, and in Peru, he was called Amuro. From the latter name comes our word America. Amurica is literally translated land of the plumed serpent. 
the priest of this god of peace from their chief center of the Cordilleras once ruled both Americas. So yeah, and that's 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 the translation. And so I make I make the leap that Amor and Africa were combined. Ica, Africa, Amor. So that's where America comes from. Is it even simple as simple as that? Let's take a vote. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> It makes sense. Yeah, the, the name for Egypt was Tahmoria. However, it would have been pronounced as they didn't have vowels, but you know, it was that yeah. same Tamur, Tamori. Right. And, and and right here you're talking about is, is just the different ways, Latin and Greek, you know, they all had the same derivatives, all one. You know, and so yeah, there was brown skins and their white skins, but they lived in peace and harmony, the Tartarians and the Moors. But there were a lot more brown skins. I mean, we have the Chinese. And we're living in their ways. We have the Vedics, the oldest languages, the Indians. We have the Africans living in their way once they broke apart, once it was, you know, and, and then we have the uh, South Americans. And then we have the native uh, uh, um, United States. See, here's another thing. We don't have a name. We have, we have names for a Mexican. We have names for a, a, a South American and a Canadian. What's the name for an American? Wait, no. Make America great. No, 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 no. United States. What, what are you guys? United Statesians, we don't have a name for ourselves. We're so arrogant. Make America great. <laughs> we paper over America like it's nothing. What about Latin America? Oh, we don't care. South, we don't care. It's America. Got a hat on. See, <laughs> they just mind control everybody. And it goes on from one generation. But here's where it gets fun. So Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Wow. Before it broke apart, we have the native lands of the great book of Genesis. And we always go back to go go back to Enoch and the Book of Enoch, and it's all there too. So this all tells a story of 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 a Jerusalem that was all part of the West, and all the knowledge went west to east. And um, so America is the old world, and Columbus on his first voyage in Peru, per Haru or house or Haru Jerusalem, which became Jerusalem, the navel of the world. Say what? The original, <laughs> the original Jerusalem was Mexico City. Well, come on, wait, 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 what? So Mexican is named for Moses. What? Anyway, the Great Salt Lake is the Dead Sea when the California was an island and run in a woman named Kalikia, in which California is named until the Great Flood. The water in the continent in the island was called the Red Sea or the Derve Million Z. So here's so much evidence when we just start to take a look. Well, why are so many cities named Jerusalem and Salem in the USA Inc. Corporation? Yeah. Right? Because we've been white. They whitewashed them. But then back to these fairs, these 1900 fair, you had Jerusalem, Morocco, and California right next to each other. Well, why would they have them next to each other in these fairs on these maps if they weren't all together? Um, I'll wait. And then you have this uh, book. You have this um Inca of Jerusalem was about the Republic of the Ancient Incas. Um, and making a play about the real event we are just relearning today. Captain Duvall, Inca of Jerusalem. You know, in the movies, they always have a truth to something, you know? Yeah, definitely. And there's the language story and whatnot. And so I get into the Turtle Island story, which uh, I wrote about in a book there, and the native people. And here's, here's kind of a cool map. If you look at the map of Turtle Island, this is a native drawing taken from native drawings, you can clearly see that the turtle. And how did yeah. these people know it if they weren't clairvoyant? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, if, if, you, if they weren't clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, they could have never known this. 
And this is yeah. where we're going in our reawakening. And, and that's what's going to be fun. But when we understand they had this prescience to, 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 to understand this nature of their, their existence and put it into an animal's lore, and then also around the world, Turtle Island, and if she was a goddess, there she is standing on the turtle. And then the wow. natives all had legends about the turtle. Yeah. Then you have Turtle Jerusalem, Turtle Island, you know. So the feminine divine was the turtle, and that's why the turtle's back has 13 moons. So I'm just pointing out that the feminine yeah. divine and buried the story. The Gregorian calendar came in when the Roman Catholic Church took over time. But here you have all around the world uh, uh, turtle homages, turtle tree. And then it connects to, <laughs> connects to the map of the world of the center of the universe. <laughs> Check this one out. Incredible plan to build an 8 billion turtle-shaped floating city. Wow. Where's that in Dubai? It, well, by, Dubai is the, new, is the new center of the world. That's Luciferian. That's where their new capital is going to be. Yeah. That's for another time. But um, anyway, so the staying on the moors. So here you have, um, when breaking apart, you have Africa, Atlantis here, you see? And so that's when Brazil were connected over here. But here, over here on the West Coast, you have, uh, 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 this, this is Mu. And this is the Pacific where Mu was created in the whole Western states were created when we had these great flood events, <clears throat> which I get into. And um, real quick, just to add to what you're saying about um, just now, just the, about the floods, about land sinking and rising, there's actually a written record of this, either from the Olmec or the Mayan that was, um, that made its way out to Europe. You know, when they when the um, Jesuits came over here, they were burning everything. But you have the Tremano manuscript that actually describes the people witnessing lands rising and sinking beneath the sea being separated from the people like volcanoes and all of these things going off so there's an eyewitness account of this actually happening but none of us are taught this well yeah and also right, be, being raised like i was i was raised autodidactic as I, I asked teacher one couple times like why do i need to learn this because if you don't you won't learn anything you won't graduate and, and everybody else in the family did all this stuff. And I said, I could care less. <laughs> but then I found out I wasn't yeah. dumb. And, and I started reading books. And, and that's called being autodidactic. You just learn for yourself. And that set me on a truth campaign. And I yeah. used my Wall Street skills to analyze. And when I started doing some very dark stuff on some technology I was very much aware of, I had to speak out. And But this has led me to here, which is great. So, again, the, the brown skins give me a name, Copperhead, Moors. I see the Moors imprint more and more the way I study it, as opposed to Tartarian brown skins or anything else like that, that even the Mexicanos and the Mexicalifornios and, and, and down even in, in, um, in uh, with South America today, the brown skins down there still had um, Moors motifs and Moors designs and Moors effigies and Moors, Moors honors and, and the same kind of designs, like just like right here. The Moxica, Moors, Mexica. And look at these designs, you guys. I mean, they carved these into rocks. What? For what? Who? Right? Adobe of the gods. They were ascended beings, man. They were looking up and going, in your honor, I'm putting this in. Here, I'm going to create this for you. Bing. And in their minds, they were able to make the earth into their shape they wanted. And that's why these mud floods had to come to paper it all over in a great taking technology that was used beneficial, kind, loving, and caring into destruction, ownership, and Satan's fall 
from heaven in 1847 when everything started the big bang the, you know yeah. darwin and all that that's when the storytelling began and everything became whitewashed but this is uncovered in 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 south america and peru the native navel of the universe and here's the largest city in one america peru what um and 60,000 feet, fabulously wealthy city, 1535, Spaniards got here, no more. You know, fabulously wealthy city, well, how about the navel of the world, Cusco, Peru? Yeah, again, we're not taught any of this, right? Yeah. But again, how physical, and then the beauty and the elegance, and what would the people have been like that were living there, and why did they honor the sky so much? They were, had intimate connection to the heavens. They were a one-world connection of big self and little self in spiritual ways that they were designing with heavens in their in their every design they could do because they were so connected this this is the this is the solstices in rocks that go like 10 miles that are true to wow. the winter and summer solstices i mean yeah. this is all, this is, not, this is in south america you guys there's so much going on in peru i uh, know in uh, amaru i'm a i'm i'm not sure how to pronounce this it. something like amaru peru there's a door there it's like a doorway to a another a gateway to another dimension or the spirit realm. I don't I don't know how to describe it, but it's amazing. And um, you know, the nobility in Peru, the noble class, they wore a fez. They called it a yantu, and um, it was described by the Spaniards and the um, Italians that um, the uh, explorers that went there. They they described it as a crimson wool headdress with a tassel. You know, so they they were wearing the feds, and that's what the the um, nobility was wearing in Peru. Look at the screen. Yeah. Carved in stone. Look at right in the center one. What is that? That's a fez. Yeah. Now that one in the okay. center looks like you know a fez, like it has tassels coming down, and and possibly a right turban tied around the bottom. No, I got a whole page of them somewhere, but yeah, that I didn't. That that's that to me. I mean, these are these are like twenty tons moved from 10, 30 miles away carved. But yeah, I found fezes in different forms, different shapes, different honors. But yeah, you find it everywhere, and that's why I'm saying the Moors. I think were really the the origins of the Moors goes deeper than pretty much anything else I can find, and that to me is just amazing to think about, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it definitely predates what we would commonly associate with the Moors, um, with with, um, I guess, Islam is established by the Prophet Muhammad. Um, it, it, it goes back way further than that. Well, and they were all honored in the same way. They honored the same thing in the heavens and stuff, but they did it in different creative design ways. But they're all energetic buildings we know now all the structures and all the how-tos we can't figure out. And they all had similar but different designs all around the world. It was all connected. They were into it. So I think I think when we ascend back ascend, we're all going to be into it too. And that's why a guy named Rudolf Steiner had said, this, at starting at this time, when the darkest days come, when the dawn begins, the intellect, the, the, five, the uh, five senses will be taken over by the five uh, super senses. Intelligence, inspiration, intuition, creativity, and wisdom. And that's what the Aquarian age is of the mind, but very hard lessons learned. Welcome to our world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But let's, 
record straight and let's get things going. So, you know, here I covered and eliminated the Moors from American history. And this is a lady that came to the same stuff. And this is what's synchronicity going on now. And she speaks from her own voice, which is awesome. You know what I mean? Yes. And then we have the Moor King of the Orient was in the Americas. We say, what? Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then we yeah, have they the also Moorish referred to uh, Montezuma as a Moorish king. Yeah. And what was Montezuma's revenge? It comes out your ass. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the first indigenous tribe on earth, Moors of Morica, a.k.a. the Moroccans. Um, and then you can see the treaties, the Barbary treaties, the Berbers. And here's what it, this, this is another thing to be, this is a Spanish royalty map. Here's New California, Spanish, all same color. But this was, this was a map when the encringing coming from the east was invading with their white technology of takeover of, 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 of energy. And this is where the Mississippi is right here. And then this got broken apart again. But look at this map in 1810. Wow. Right? Yeah. So that's how fast these changes. That's why I say history's not history's only it's not very old. They've already taken a thousand years off, but I'm saying it's even shorter than that. This is the original coat of arms in Hawaii, which was called the first island that came up the turtle was Hawaii of the whole one world creation. When it was one world, it was Hawaii. Yeah. And there's your coat of arms, the Moroccans, you know, clearly right there. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, King, come on and they come. King Kamana Kamana Meha. And this is another one that has a Morris Atlant, Atlanteans, Atlantic serpent culture. Remember I told the serpent culture down in South America. And that's the Mount Meru, the Islam. Oh, here we go. This country was founded on the science of Islam because the uh, Olmec Murs from Mu, Mount Meru, Mother Mary, were the first one in the Americas. See the Olmecs and also see Washita Moors. And they brought the science of Islam, Sufism, and Masonry along with them. Yeah, so, so if, you're, if you're making the connection, like in, in books, um, between the different cultures that are separated, you know, by oceans or large amounts of land, and you're showing how they have this common origin or common origin story, basically, and it put possible Atlantean connection, it's automatically, it, it, has, to be, um, it has to be shunned by academia. Even if you have concrete evidence showing this, it just automatically has to be shut down. So it's it's, it's obviously that this is being covered up, just off of the fact. Well, that academia, academia. When you said academia, I said, "What are you talking about?" I'm a research analyst. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, no, but I had to make my money, and I did it for years. And I had my own company about figuring stuff out and how it works from the back door. You know, and you do it in a business sense. But when you apply that to the technology being used against humanity today, you're down to the truth. And now I'm saving truth wherever I can, what I got to do. Academia can shove it up their ass. I've called up to, to doctors and astrophysicists offered thousands of doc come to me. You know, they're, I'm, they're just, they were schooled like fish. And so we don't do worthy, you know, right. I'm sharing right now. is like, I think with you and me, you know, we're just adding to our narrative of what I'm just learning about. And you've known and we're building on it. Hey, well, what about this? And that's when we connect. And we set the history. And then when it gets into the conscious record of the Akashic record, the next generation of Intuits will connect to what we're talking about right here and now. So we're the academicians is what I'm saying, you know? Yes, I'm with you. All right. So this is the Americas, King Kamana Hawaiian. I mean, all similar Shakespeare and the Moors. What? 
you know, I learned all this doing my research, you know, and just connecting again, Shakespeare in a previous life for Sir Francis Bacon, and then the beauty of the teachings. And that's what really Ethiopian Bible, what? Oh, yeah, it's the first Bible. What? Moors? Yes. You know, it just kept, bells kept going <laughs> off. You know what I mean, Sharif? It's just yeah. like I couldn't stop. Um, and here's what you're saying. Black, Negro, colored, Ethiopian, West Indian, Native American, Native Where's Moors? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? You know, your buildings are really cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then there's British Moors. What? Brown skin. Did you know about this? Who is this? Uh, Queen Philippa. Okay, yes. I know most people don't, though. Most people have never even heard of her. Are you still here? Yeah, no, I'm just scrolling down. So Irish Moor. Yeah, there's a real good book. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's uh, by David Dave McRitchie, Ancient and Modern Britons. No, I haven't. He really I want to get, shows. The, yeah, you mentioned another book too. I'm a bookaholic, so just write them down or put in the chat room for me, will you? You know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll put it um, tomorrow. I'll put it in the video description. So everybody is here. Come back tomorrow, and and um, go to the description. So we'll we'll have some of the books and things referenced in here as well. And tell me the name of the book again. Ancient and Modern Britons. And what about it? Dave, uh, written by David McRitchie. And so here, I just did a rough sketch, but Moors found it there, just like Tartarians, the tartar sauce comes out of Scotland. The Druids were in Scotland, the Moors. Um, and, then, and then the Griffin designs they have on the carvings. And this is what, you know, <laughs> it's just bells keep going off. And then when I relook at the beauty of the Islamic, what the words represent, you know, in the cube and what that represents to the mind and so many connections. And, and I went to Tibet, like I said, I was raised a little altar boy and stuff and Catholic family and born again Christians all around. And and so Tibet opened my minds and this has opened my minds even further. And um, all this, all the, all the coats of arms um, are representations and then there's in your face right again, right? Yeah, that's crazy. And for for anyone that that might sound crazy to to um, you know, that's wondering why you would have so many um, European families that have the Moors head or some Moorish symbology in the coat of arms. Um, when when the European nations formed and you know started to form their various nations, the Pope was literally creating kings and queens. Like he would, you know like when they knight someone, he was creating queens and kings. So most of these royal lineages or all of the royal lineages have Moorish ties. This is where that, you know, this is um, this is how they were created, how the Moorish, uh, not Moorish, but the royal families of Europe were created. Now, you're familiar, I'm sure, with some of these, most of these? Yes. Yes. So, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I start companies when I was, was on Wall Street and stuff, you know, from ground floors and stuff. And, it, and it's going to, the knowledge that's going to come out of this, just like Tartarians, where my books have just kind of like 
taken off. We'll, we'll just keep growing, which is exciting because you're confirming and we're sharing. And um, Daughters of America was another one I learned about. Did you know anything about that? Um, is that like the Daughters of the Revolution? Or is that, this is, is that the well, total opposite? Well, what, what I'm, take a little sip of water here. What I make, trying to make the connection here, and then quoting Wikipedia, um, the Daughters of America were revolting against you, either the bad guys, Republicans, bad, but no. They were the feminine Moorish Moabites, Asiatic African woman. Hello, say what? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So that's the mother of the daughters of the revolution, the Moabit, Moravish, Asian African woman recognized began using and teaching her daughters to use the science of the number nine. And Moors is the science of seven, right? You put yes. a seven together and a nine together and you get an eight and eight is infinity. Hello, creation. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of interesting to think about, right? Oh, yeah. So I get into this more Morris African, and now we get into Utah, I think. All right. And um, so, again, this is this is just more confirmation. Um, Arabian, Nabataean, Moabite, Hebrew, Chaldean, Aramic, Akkadian, documented, Semitic, um, were all the derivatives of the Moorish Americans. So Moorish Americans were first and then everything created out of there. And this is the seven sons and daughters of the Asiatic nation. And in 1492, Columbus got here. But this is, <clears throat> to me, much greater confirmation. African Moors who conquered Spain and ruled it for 700 years, uh, bringing Europe out of the Dark Ages. <laughs> Dark Ages, right. Um, no, they kicked the Moors out when they got the technology and then and then just used expulsion of the, and they turned it into the Jews to, to, to paper over what they did to the, did to the Moors and the Tartarians too. When they got rid of the Tartarians up there, they took out you guys with all the, Oh yeah, they got the technology uh, and an influ uh, an infusion of the the bloodline too, and um yeah once that had happened, they took over. And the bloodline is key. What you broke up, uh, you bring on, and every president of the United States is the same bloodline. They're all back from the copper bloods. That's why they're called copper skin. That's why they're called aristocrats, the blue bloods. Yeah, because they have more yeah. copper in there, and they think they're different, and that's who we're up against in a satanic way, in a, yes. in a physical form. And you I know? think this is and what a lot of people are missing: um, people that are looking, thinking outside of the box. This is a portion that people are missing, right? To make the connections, to truly connect the dots, to see what's really going on and what's really holding us back. Is is it's not just a, you know, a Moorish problem, right? This is something that affects us all. Yeah, and well, I see a comment in here. I just want to real quick just commend you for the research that you're doing. Oh, thank you. It's nice. It's nice to share. Believe me, because it's just all my work doing here, and just getting confirmation, and just being able to share and, and putting it on the record, and just makes people think. And you know, and then oh, you got this wrong. You know, you get 110 things right, and you got one thing wrong, and all you hear about is what you got wrong. <laughs> And I don't use an editor and I flunked English in school and stuff. So I just, you know, I'm putting it out there just trying to 
get the conversation going, add to the story. The next generations of people are going to have much more gifts than we have today. We're setting the table for them, but let's preserve knowledge. The yes. stuff going on today on the internet, they're erasing knowledge. So getting this out for now, getting into the conscience of people so that we can become storytellers again, or I read in a book where I heard on the, the show here, and then we, we really get the future generations to understand and they start from a higher level. Well, that's, to me, is that a, that's a life well lived. They stand on your shoulders to create a better world. Yes. And they're going to do it out of more consciousness, not so much out of academia or programmed schooling like fish. And they great, you know, you know where they get the whole ringing the bell thing was from Pavlov's dog theory. Wow. You, you, know, you know, the Rockefeller owned all the PhD schools. I mean, everything's been schooled like fish. Now we got doctors that are, that are whores, you know, killing children with vaccinations and, 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 and nobody cares. And so everything's up to create something better. And something better is what our ancestors had, but get the truth out so we know what what we where we were and how we can how we can learn from them while the knowledge is still there. And that's why books are important and this stuff sharing with you is important and you with me. Yeah, and I, I appreciate you. Um just one thing, um, it's sad that we have to say this, but we have to be careful using the V word because they're so lame they'll probably try to block the video or something like that. So gotcha. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I've, I haven't been on this one before. Um, oh, let me let me just read something to you too. Oh, there we go, Shriners. Um, let me see if I can make stuff just to shift gears for a sec. Um, well, let me bring this one up here. Can you see that? Yes. Um, can, can you make it zoom in a little bit? Yes. All right. Come on. Oh, I know where it is. How about is that good? Um, well, it, it's the same, but it's it's showing. So you know, I'm I was just trying to see if you could make the words a little bigger. Uh, my screen is full. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's showing clearly. We, it's clear. We can see. You know, it. it shows American and American people of the land serpent, and it just shows down in the, down in all the one America down there. They have all the carvings, the Mayans and Olmecs carvings, all with the serpents in honor of, and it says transmigration of the species continents could have only occurred if the lands were connected. And so all these different species have been found all around different continents. Well, how could they be the same in different areas when they're only, you know, they had to be able to all cross together. Yeah. And so what I, what I mean by that is um, that we were all connected in this land bridge, the rainbow bridge they talked about was a bridge of consciousness. And then you could transport, you could go anywhere, you could take your, you know, whatever. And it was all in, in a beauty and harmony. And, and the, really the Garden of Eden in Paradise was Earth. <laughs> and we're going to get it back again. And yeah. then they mock, they, they mock, they mock like they do so many things um, and whitewash with a J. Edgar Hoover. Look at that. Well, isn't that the Moore's insignia design in Fez, right? Yes. So, yeah. and if you, if you look at that, um, the Shriners, uh, Pat, their fez. Um, okay, they they have like a tiger claw with the star in it. 
but that's actually the the star and crescent turned on his side. It's showing that they conquered, they took over Islam, they conquered the Moors. Can you see that better? Yes, yes, it's clear or it's, it's uh, bigger. All right. So I mean, why is J. Edgar Hoover? Why is why is President Roosevelt? Why is friend that guy is? Um, I mean, it just it's just mockery. And that that when you learn about real real his story, we've been programmed for so long um, that they just mock you and mock what was there. You know, you're on the yeah. Right some path. people say that he was passing too. That he was like passing for white. Well, yeah, but I mean. The story of, let me take a responsibility, the white people, me. But look at this. The discovery of America and outgrowth is from 1230, uh, Kingdom of Cordova, 1236. Uh, outgrowth of the conquest of the Moors. Say what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen that book. Discovery of America. <laughs> 1236, Conquest of the Moors. What? Yes. And so... Can I take a screenshot? Can I take yeah. a screenshot? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, they tell us about the 1492 Columbus sailing the ocean blue, but they don't tell us about the, you know, the Moorish um, um, Al-Andalus, Spain, falling in 1492. <laughs> What what part of schooled like fish aren't you getting here? Oh yeah, you know it's just we're I'm learning. I mean this is like the, the, the way I look at it is that um, everybody that's awakening over this period of time since the last ten years or stuff this dovetails perfectly with remember in uh, December twenty first two thousand twelve. What was that? Yep. Remember the Mayan calendar was predicting the end time. Yeah. Yeah. No, my illusion. It was a 5,163-year-old rock, and it was the end of illusion, and that's what Mayan meant. And look at how much all of us have learned since 2012 and connected to each other and stuff, right? Yeah. So it, it dovetails with this, and just awakening is also, you know, the learning and the truth comes out. And now we're the seeds for future generations and to share and to know. So that's why it's great to share with you, who a lot of you already know, um, and then I'm not a dumbass for doing it, you know. Oops. Um, so again, more chivalry and just learning all about that, um, the name of their band and how Columbus papered over, and then they made it into a feast. Hey, we kicked your ass, we kicked you out, and let's have dinner. Okay, thanks. <laughs> you know, it's just so stupid. Yeah. You know, and Levi Strauss, you want to wear my jeans? You want to see what that guy did to the native people? Uh -huh. You know, and and so that's the Moors now. That's not just the Indians. That's just not the Redskins. That's just not the yada yada, right? Yeah. And that's what I get into is how many tribes there were. Now, this I get into California, and I get into 92 tribes that I document that have been papered over in 1850 when General Vallejo became senator of Vallejo, and the first thing he did was create 27 counties in California and bye-bye Native people. Wow. And, you know, 1848 was getting rid of the people, 1849 gold rush, 1850 statehood. How'd they talk to each other? What, what, 
Washington's over here. The government's over here. They don't have telegraph. They, don't have, to, they, have, a tray, they have a boat. Because wait on here. Because oh, here, hey, they want to talk to you. Okay, tell, okay, okay. What do you want? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they're yeah. setting up the statehood. What the heck? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. here, here's the people that have been papered over and whitewashed, you know, <clears throat> and bring them back just to, in print was. And then getting into Columbus's voyages, and, and look on here, he doesn't get to Mesopotamia here until the yellow. <clears throat> and that's the fourth voyage. Uh -huh. So let's start talking the truth here, folks. Oh, and then yeah. this was the land of paradise, paradisimo, that Columbus talked about when it was all interconnected. Remember when it was the umbilical cord, when it connected to north, the two disconnected from the Pangaea? One? Yeah. This is what's connecting it, the umbilical cord. It makes total sense, doesn't it? Wow. And there's your Olmec head. There's your Fez cap. Yep. You agree? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you sell them, man. You know more than I do. <laughs> Look, um, well, you, it's, first off, it you, you have some of the um, Olmec heads that actually have, like, the, um, I guess you could say African style hair. They have like corn rolls um, braided to the back. And then you have the ones like the one you showed earlier where it, it's obvious that he has a tassel. There's another one though that um, if I can find it real quick, I'll pull it up for you. I don't know if you've seen this. Well, here, here, here. This, this one here, this is yours. You, I saw you put it on the, on the vid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is the one we're speaking about the, um, the Peruvian nobles. Wearing the Yantu. Yantu is the royal headdress of the Incas, made of fine crimson wool, and it has a tassel. That's can you see that okay? Or make it yeah, we, we can see it. Okay. So that's. Yeah, and this was another moment for me, too, when it, somebody else put this together, and I just. It is, again, confirmation, confirmation. Then you go down to Easter Island, confirmation, confirmation. Yeah. Let me uh, let me share an image with you. Um, okay, yeah, let me let me share an image with you. This is from Vera Cruz. Hang on. Can you see that? Yes. So that's that's from Vera Cruz, and um, it, it's called Old Man with the Hat, right? He's got, and this is carved out of stone. He's got the hat with the tassel. A rope tassel. He's got face scarification too. Um, I think that that but might look at, be look at his face could be an Indian chieftain. His face could be a Brazilian. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an all it's of all you know brown skin kind of look. You know. Yeah, that's from Alexander von Wuthenau's book, which is out of print and like it really it's 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 like several hundred dollars or even thousands of dollars if you want to actually get a copy. That's probably in somebody's personal library right now. <laughs> well, it's just I mean we we just you were confirming confirming right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm gonna grab a screen here. It's okay. But it, it's, um, again, Sharif, I really appreciate you allowing me to have a voice. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the work that you're doing. I can tell from 
uh, the feedback in the chat that for the most part, everybody appreciates the work you're doing. And I think this is necessary. And I think the the interest in this is going to grow. And um, we need more people telling this story, doing the research, getting it out there. There was somebody commenting um, that speaks Spanish. She was saying, or I'm, well, actually, I, I think I'm assuming this is a female, but she was just saying she she wished that we could do this in Spanish. So the, the, the desire is out there and it's international. We need this in Spanish, Portuguese, several other languages, because a lot of people are starting to question the narrative. And so I just want to thank you for the work that you're doing. Cool. Can you see my screen? Appreciate that. Yes. All right. Um, this is going to be fun. Um, so I had to set up earlier. And you know how some things guide you. And I'm out here with my library, and I just went downstairs, and I have this old collection of Time Life books. Um, it's it's uh, Mystic Places, Mysteries of the Unknown. And I saw it on the bookshelf. I said, oh, I haven't looked at stuff. I'll just grab it. So I started looking through it. And I've just been getting into Atlantis a lot lately. <clears throat> and then I open it up and start reading stuff. And here you can see on the screen. Um, and I'm going to be easy if I just read where I highlight it. I'm going to read right in here. And then down in here. Oops. It's not that. Anyway, it's right in here, I guess. So anyway, it says... Avalon, the fabled land, when King Arthur was said to have gone after receiving mortal wounds in the Battle of Camelot. Down below now, the English poet William Blake believed that the Atlantean King Albion led the last of his subjects to Britain where they became Druids. Um, ancient Egyptians, Goths, and Skys were all seen to be escapees from doomed Atlantis. And the discovery of blue eyes and blondness among some of the Africa Berbers some led some people to place Atlantis in the Atlantis mountains of modern Morocco and Tunisia. The paradisical continent was also identified as part of an ancient series of land bridges that stretched across the Atlantic and even out into the Pacific as far as New Zealand. Wow. Yeah. Kind of cool, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Again, so this book, yeah, I just started reading it and stuff. And so, again, it's confirmation, confirmation. And it talks about the land bridge, the Garden of Eden. I mean, now, and this is back, I forget when this book was written. <laughs> but it's just kind of having fun. Um, oh, I got to show you this one. All right, you can see my screen. This one. One screen. Can I make one screen? Are you ready for this? Yes. Look at that. Ignatius Loyola Donnelly's formal poetry presides over the sunwash study of his Minnesota home in a turn-of-the-century photograph. Donnelly wrote Atlantis, the antediluvian world. Yeah. And this for anyone, um, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just about to add something. Well, let me just read what it says here. Uh, this obviously Moroccan imagery, right? Um, this invitation is to an 1883 Mardi Gras ball featuring Atlanteans amid a pantheon of gods is an example of the cruise touched off by Donnelly's theories about Atlantis. 
I'm kind of making a connection between the Moors and the Atlantis, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, um, for anyone um, listening to this, the the guy in the in the portrait is Ignatius Donnelly, who wrote Atlantis, the Anti-Diluvian World. He was a state rep. He was a legislator. Right. And throughout exactly. that book, he shows that Phoenician artifacts were found here throughout the Americas. The Phoenicians were ancient seafaring people, right? Like the like you were speaking about earlier, Phoenician definition, phonics right language all of these things came from the phoenician people they they had the direct connection to atlantis so if you're finding and, and, phoenician artifacts here in the yeah, phoenician and the Lumerians, yeah and, and the lumerians too i mean it was a different it was a different geography and the total timeline of what they said happened is, is totally bogus and what's happened is in our minds are that's why we're still kind of wounded from so much of this misdirection stuff but to learn the truth like this that empowers us all to have have these understandings of of, of something much better much more beautiful and thanks to the moors for doing that and, and lumeria here the sunken lumeria it's all the it's all you know it, it's all in my my book to awaken our minds ourselves right now and then we share with some and others, and and now we now we started a new way of thinking, for a lot of people, and that's what I think you and I and others are doing with this information right today. See, Lemuria, evolutionary cradle, not of Lemurs but of humankind. So this is Mu Lemuria, you know, and that's was the Pacific side, and the America was the Moors was the connection between the two. <clears throat> and that's what makes the Moors even more powerful is that. And that's why they make so much fun of you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, I'm sorry, but it's just disrespectful in every way. Oh yeah, and and just yeah. once again, it, it holds us all back. Um, we don't realize our potential, what's been done, what what we can do, and you know maybe even greater things than what's been accomplished in the past. So, um, you know, this cover up, it, it's not just an attack on one people; it's actually an attack on humanity. And that's why our our goal or our our mission as Moorish American Muslims is to uplift fallen humanity. Well, and also let's. I'm going to take this off for a second. Let's just speak to any anyone listening. Is my knowledge is based on ignorance, but now that I know, it's based on action. And everybody's making a transition from that way in one way or another. You know, and so forgiveness becomes something that not only I can forgive people because I remember where I was at, but also that to take the the, the, the the incredible ability because of the Internet. When I was in Wall Street, the Internet began in 1995. And that's when everybody started to get access to stuff. And then we had to take off and everybody's connected to their smartphones and now everybody's owned by them. And that, but they also the information on the other side of the sword. And the information has been open. We've been able to share and learn. And now we take them back and we take them back with this new knowledge. But we give the Moors their due. You know, you know, these are your lands. Take it or leave it. I mean, we we and, and everybody in my family's things when I bring these things up say, well, I didn't do it. End the conversation. Everybody has the same words. They're all trained monkeys. And we're just breaking this all apart. We're breaking all the glass ceilings. 
we're sharing things that nobody's talked about or shared before on my side of the fence, which is part of the biggest problem that's ever existed under the biggest story of what's happened to people of brown skin in total and the Moorish beauties, harmonies, peace, love, spiritual connection to source um, pipe <laughs> buried. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. they don't want they don't want that connection. And that's why here, here's one more for you, then I'll shut up for a minute. Um, that this is why my brother's a dentist, and they take out your wisdom teeth. And why do they take out your wisdom teeth? Because it's connected to your pineal gland. What's your pineal gland? Well, that's your God consciousness. That's why the last thing that comes in at the top of your brain when you're soft is, is the God consciousness. And that's where the Fez is connected right to. And, and Fez coming out is also an antenna to God consciousness. And so that's that's what we all have antennas about. So what, once we have the God consciousness, you know, then, then we bring it down into form. And that's what the, cro the cross is about. And the feminine divine is form on the cross. And the God consciousness is coming down through the top into Mount Golgotha, where Jesus was crucified on. <clears throat> and so um, I don't know where I was going with that. But um, anyway. Well, just off of what you said, um, you know, it's, it's crazy how, like, everything is turned into a money grab. Um, people that have been exposed to things like reflexology, you know, that, like, maybe different your, your bottom of your foot or your hand, they represent different parts of your body and your teeth are the same way. So I, I didn't get my wisdom teeth pulled because it just didn't make any sense. Like, why would you do this, right? And they, they it's like they know that there's a discomfort that's gonna come when those teeth come in. And so they can just tell you, hey, you need to get these pulled. And so it's, <laughs> it's, it's a money grab. Well, I can talk to you about money all day long. Um, money has one eye in it. Well, we're going to the central, this, Going to digital currency, that's a whole other subject, but we're going for a whole devolution and the knowledge is being erased. So just you, with all your knowledge and all you share, that's, it's just incredible. But <clears throat> so just let me just go through this because I don't know how many people are aware of all of this. And, and again, I just want to share my books if you're financially can't, whatever we can do, ship and whatever. You know, just I, I just want to get in people's homes and I can stay on shelves. So when we can disconnect from this, electric world el elohim by bell um and we go to the feminine divine nurture nature magdalena magnetism magic magnanimous you know <laughs> it, it that's where we're heading now but these were the tribes these were the brown skins <clears throat> in my bare area here that are bringing back this will be a fun one for you sharif all right can you, can you see that right there yeah, I can see the map. All right, so if anybody knows, San Francisco is right here, okay? San Francisco is right in this area. This is Marin County where I grew up. Um, Napa, wine drinking up here. I live up here now in Mendocino. <clears throat> and so there's the Bay Area and the Gold Rush and everything in Lake Tahoe up here. So this is the Native people that existed before, and they, they just lumped them into Miwoks and Pomos. That's all anybody knows them now by now. until I started putting these maps in the book right now. And sharing it with you all, y'all. And <clears throat> there's another whoa moment I had when I learned about Turtle Island being lifted up and the whole creation was California and California Island and Queen Khalifa ruled at the very beginning to guide humanity and then men was created. And, and it started with the nipples and nipples right over here in Mount Diablo. 
And then right here where I grew up, Sausalito, was the tribe named H-U-M-I-E-N. Human. Wow. Brownskins. Wow. Moors. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And this is all, yeah. this is why California was so rich and they've been there for so long because they left it alone and just lived with all they needed and all they wanted, you know? And the Tartarians also had the, the building things and they got the Morris designs. And so these guys knew how to do it. The Tartarians knew it with mines and they taught the Tartarians and the Tartarians went and built all these Morris designed buildings, the white guys. And the white guys finally took the technology and then went after you guys, went after your, your, your elders. <clears throat> that's my story and i'm sticking to it wow. <laughs> yeah let's let's go ahead and, and end on that note um i'd love to have you back again sometime and um yeah i really appreciate you coming on here and sharing with us appreciate the work that you did to to write these books and to put this information out here and just for, you know having the bravery to speak the truth right absolutely and thank you for having a giving me a voice it's uh and, and just to share with you and, and, and just, again, get confirmation, um, I really appreciate that. And then anybody that wants any help or more conversation about what I put in the book. And also, please, anybody listening, if you, if you I, get, I offer my book at a plain, P-L-A-N-E, truth.info. Um, if you go on there, you can find all my 13 books free. If you find anything that needs editing that's incorrect, or if you want to add anything that will add to the narrative, like you've added to the narrative about that Milwaukee place, um, I want to include that to make it better. You know what I mean? To add to the to add to the the knowledge base. That would be helpful for me and everybody. I think, right? Sharing. All right, beautiful. Um, everybody, remember too that the information for um, his website, his books, is also in the. Um, description for the and once again if you're watching this live right here saturday come back tomorrow and we'll have more links in there we'll have some references some of the books and things that were mentioned in here so come back again and um everyone that's watching hit like and share we appreciate you all appreciate you for coming on and um we'll be back and hopefully we'll have you back on again thank you again and maybe we'll have my camera working <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.